is Tokyo, once a city of six million people. What has happened here was caused by a force which, up until a few days ago, was entirely beyond the scope of man's imagination. Now, let's have it, Steve. What about this monster story of yours? Well, it's big and terrible. Now he's making his way toward the city's main line of defense. 300,000 volts of electricity strung around the city as a barrier. Steve Martin signing off from Tokyo, Japan. And here we go. We would be honored if you would join us. Once more, the Sith will rule the galaxy. I know this is hard for you, but winter is coming. I can bring you in warm, or I can bring you in cold. You clearly don't know who you're talking to, so let me clue you in. I am the danger. Avengers! Assemble. I am a Jedi, like my father before me. Who's scruffy looking? Less. I wanna buckle up, baby. Smash you. Hey guys, you ever seen that really old movie, Empire Strikes Back? They got your weakened feet covered. And you, you're on the set list. Welcome, welcome, welcome to episode number 244 of The Sith Lights. I'm your host, Raj Dolachai, and my co-pilots this evening, one man short. Or one short man. <laughs> that's, that's exactly <laughs> what I was thinking. I was like, I don't want to you know, offend any short people. But the person that's not here is not short. No. Mr. Carlos. <laughs> the man I call Crunch Crunch. Mr. Les, not Gonzalez, but Gonzalez. How you doing, Les? Oh, I'm hanging in there. All righty. The man we all call... The king of all pods, Mr. Tom Chansky. What's up, buddy? You know, my I'm I'm being driven crazy because my chair is broken and it keeps sinking. So I feel like I am the short man. Yeah, it was subliminal. <laughs> I was seeing that in the background. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm and just sinking. It. Right. And you of all people, now you're <laughs> down to like normal height level. Your your level, yeah. Yeah, our level, all, all of our levels. The man <laughs> I call El Hombre, the man I call the bandit, is not with us this evening. Wait, wait, wait. When do you call him the bandit? Well, you know, Kings of Leon has they have a new song called The Bandit and Malik is so in love with that song all he says all day long is bandit 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 i figure that eric has been playing red dead so much so he's any kind of western outlaw theme is going to be uh going to go that his makes way sense. yeah I, i've just never heard that one before by the way eric cannot be here this evening because not only has he gotten the bad motivators banned evidently Taylor Swift trademarked Eric Struthers and he can't be anywhere or say anything on any kind of podcast or recording. That's right. Yeah, the, the last thing I heard, he was talking shit about you on the, the, the underground bad motivators. I've heard that. I heard that he was just talking. Like, it's all about Rashad, 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 yeah. Rashad, Rashad. Yeah. And I, I take offense to talking about me behind my back. So stop talking shit on Rashad, Raj, Raj, Rashad. I think you mean Eric. Eric. No, I mean us. You leave a Raj, oh. Rashad. Alone, you leave a rush rush shot alone. That's right. <laughs> Eric, just kidding. Eric can't be here because he had a big gig that he has to rehearse for. He has it on Friday and it's a huge one. So he could not make it tonight. He's so opening up for Taylor Swift. He is definitely not opening up for Taylor Swift because she won't allow it. I know. <laughs> I told him to shake it off. And he didn't listen. To me. 
<laughs> but Eric, just because you're not here doesn't mean that we don't love you. We do. And you're going to know how much we love you by the amount of shit we're, we're going to talk tonight about you. Um, we miss you and we can't wait to have you back next Wednesday while we record. And I hope the gig goes great and I hope you're safe and sound. Now, how's everybody else doing? Boo, how you doing, man? I'm good. I'm good. I'm doing good. Everything fine? Yeah. Went back to the movies this week. Uh, yes. Uh, you saw uh, the monkey and the lizard. I did. I saw the monkey and the lizard. Fantastic movie experience. Get into that a bit later. Yeah. But uh, yeah, so I'm, I'm doing good. It felt good to be back and uh, things are slowly getting back to normal. California is doing okay. We're in the orange now. Yeah. As you said, we're the, going down the Crayola box. Yeah, yeah, really. <laughs> right. And I, and I saw that, I know Les, you went and saw it as well in a movie yes. theater. Okay, so when we talk about things we've, we've watched, that's the first two. King Tom, how you doing, bud? I'm, I'm pretty good. We did a lot of moving last weekend. So a lot of my stuff oh. is in our new house, which is in another city. Oh, okay. And so like all of my comic books down there. Um, someone asked me a question on, on a Weezer discord I'm part of, and I'm like, I don't know if you can wait till Friday or the weekend, because like I have it in a book that's down Uh, there and I, I just feel down by the lost. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, no, I can imagine. That's crazy. All your stuff over there. Yeah. Well, not everything. And your chair that works. Yeah. The the, the working chair. (laughs) The working chair is gone already. Yeah. Well, I'm glad you, you're completely healthy. No side effects. We, you went through that whole no, thing we talked it, about that last week. We're good. I, I hit two weeks today. Mm. So I am, you know, Congrats. legally, medically, fully vaccinated. Well done. Congrats, mm-hmm. buddy. Les, uh, you said you're hanging in there. I know we had a, a nice time yesterday with the guys and the gal, Claire Shribling from Kessel Run Transmissions. They had the audacity to come to Angel Stadium or our favorite team plays. That's just horrible and enough. How dare you? Oh, okay. And watch the Houston Astros, who have had some controversy, let's just say, some. over the last couple of years, wearing their whole Astro paraphernalia That's in right. our home ballpark. <laughs> yeah, Astros won. But they split the series with the Angels, so we're not talking about But the Sun paid them dearly. Oh, yes. Oh, I their saw that. They went to a day yeah, game I saw that, in yeah. Southern California. Without any sunscreen. And that's Ooh. what you get, Astro fans. That's what you get. It's yes. a whole lot of pink going on, dude. <laughs> yeah, they look like lobsters. That doesn't make sense. Texas has sun. Yeah, but the Astros have a dome. Yeah, they're inside. Oh, that's right. Mm-hmm. I get confused because in Texas, they build new stadiums every year. <laughs> no, they're yeah, high okay. school teams yeah, they for, uh, you know, uh, was it the, the peewee teams? Peewee teams have a fucking yeah. new stadium. It's just weird. They just got so much goddamn space. I'm surprised Jerry World still exists, but he hasn't built one you can see from space. That new one's going to happen yeah, yeah. soon enough. But no, we had a great time with them hanging out with them. So uh, a shout out to them and hope you guys are putting some aloe vera on that burn. Uh, that's for sure. Sick burn, bro. Sick burn, bro. Vibe <laughs> check. Good vibe check. Majorly. Majorly vibe check. Oh, lordy, lordy, lord. I'm glad everybody's doing well. Um, and let's get through this thing without our Captain O'Captain, uh, Eric Struthers. <laughs> Check out the Sith List.net where you can listen to the entire Sith List catalog and also the part of the Motivated Sith Podcast Network where you can listen to the bad motivators evidently on the Sith List. Um, they're going to be on there for a couple of weeks. You can go on our website and check out our Pod of Four page with podcasts like Steel Wars, obviously, the Bad Motivators, Pop Culture Hour, The Force Toast, Canto Bite, Dispatch, Star Wars Spelled Out, Geek Dudes, Sisters with Sabres, and Kessel Run Transmissions, 
please check all of them out. And there's more actually than that. Check out our YouTube channel where we have great breakdowns of Falcon and Winter Soldier, WandaVision, Mandalorian, and we're going to do Loki. It's going to be a great, great year. And you can check our reaction videos on there as well. That was the shenanigans. That was a little tough to get through. You know what's not tough to get through? For Boo, at least. Well, it's Godzilla versus Big Dong. Oh, man. Okay. Oh, man. Number one at 11.6 million. I almost went into my, my rant. I don't have a rant. But you better not have a rant. Oh. I, will, I, will, I don't have a rant. Um, rant you Godzilla down. versus Kong, 11.6 million. The Unholy, 3.2. Nobody, 3 million. Raya and the Last Dragon, 2 million. Tom and Jerry, 1.4. Warner Brothers, big budget clash. Obviously, Godzilla versus Kong smashed its way through the new pandemic era box office record with a monster size 48.5 million five day domestic opening. Well done. Wow. And that's with HBO Max. This is a good trend. This is happening. Um, so it, it did really, really well. I watched it. Last watched it in the theater. King Tom, I don't think you watched it. No. So you don't mind if we don't dive into it. We're not going to spoil anything. I, I don't know if there's well, much to spoil. Who wins? Um, <laughs> That's spoiling it. Yeah, I can't. Tell yeah, that you would that. be a big spoiler if yeah. we tell you who wins. Boo, go ahead. I'm gonna give you the first stab at this since this is like your franchise. Oh yeah, the the, the first uh, axe swing, if you will. Right. I might be a little bit biased, but I have I can legitimately say that this was probably top five movie experiences of my life. Wow. So. Let me preface that. Yes. I haven't been back to a movie in a long time. That's, that's, that helps. That does help. Saw it in IMAX helps a lot. You know, the big screen, you know, the noise, everything, the seats were primo. So yeah, that, that helps. But the bigger thing was, is that this took everything that you wanted from a, from a giant monster movie and just gave it to you. No holds barred. The buffet is open. Just, just sit there and enjoy. What is it? The uh, I've seen review after review say that the monster action is great, but the humans suck. To me, though, to me, all I heard is the football game was great. Halftime show was kind of meh. What wouldn't you want? That's what you want. The humans are there just to push things along, get to the next next fight, and just add you know mm. some dialogue in order to move things along. So yeah, the action is just incredible. There's one night scene, and it is awesome. Very well lit. You don't really miss anything. The neon, the uh, the brightness from from just other things Hong happening. Kong. Yeah, just incredible. Then there's all everything else is a day fight. So good CGI, top notch. Everything was bitching, just huge. It was just incredible. So yeah. So for me, a little bit biased, but I do have to say everything because I've had better experiences in movie theater, like Endgame, where it's a group experience. You feel the tension, you feel the energy, things like that. But as far as a movie experience where I'm just sitting there enjoying it, I have no issues. There are some things, but just the sheer awesomeness from the monster action outweighs everything for me. So yeah, definitely recommend it. So out of 10, what do you give it? A 10. A 10. Even even with flaws, obvious flaws that I, if somebody were to bring them up to me, I would agree. 100% agree. I have my own. But still, a ten. So you had a you. This this is a better movie to you than Rise of Skywalker. Yes. This is a better movie to you than Last Jedi. On par. <laughs> On okay, par. Okay. Okay. On par because Rise of Skywalker, especially when Snoke gets cut in half, that blew my mind. 
I hey, was spoiler alert. No, oh, I'm on. just kidding. Yeah, shit. <laughs> yeah, that blew my mind because I was like, wait, I have no wait, idea. Wait, where time we're out. Going. Rise of Skywalker or Last Jedi? You mean? No, no. Uh, Last, Rise, Jedi. Last Jedi. Last Jedi yeah, when he gets yeah, cut in half yeah. blew my mind. Right. I was like, I don't know where we're going. I'm on. I'm here for the ride. Okay. Okay. So ten out of ten. Sithless seal of approval. Oh, major thumbs up. Major yes. thumbs. Major vibe check. Two, <laughs> two, <laughs> two gorilla thumbs up. Okay. Les, I'm going to let you go because I have a feeling that my take is going to be drastically different from both of yours. I'm sure it is. First of all, the theater experience, yes, having, not having been to a theater in a very long time, it was extra special. It felt really good. It felt liberating in a way. Uh, it just felt normal. It felt like everything was okay, you know, to be honest there. And the theater experience gave us the gem of the Space Jam trailer. So oh. it was amazing. Mm-hmm. Amazing. But the movie, there's parts of it that are where things are going on and you're just like, okay, the amount of collateral damage. If this was any type of real situation, there's absolutely no way none of us are seeing these fights and surviving at all. Like they would easily tumble over into other countries and just wipe out swaths of civilization. But it was still fun. It was really cool and it was still fun. Uh, There were some plot holes, but. I'm okay with that. Okay. So I will give you my take. And I'm not going to blast it because I went in thinking that it was going to be shitty. I'm biased the other way. I will say this. CGI was ridiculously good. Like super, super well done. Awesome. Sound. You wonder why you wonder why uh, DC doesn't just take a right. Take a, like, take hi- a page. Hire them. Yeah. Take a page. If, if they could do giant monsters yeah. tearing down buildings and you buy it all. You could look, do, like you they could had do the people. monsters doing like umbars and shit. Like they, they're like doing <laughs> UFC moves. So the <laughs> CGI was fantastic. The storyline with the monsters was great. I loved it. It was really cool. And the mutual respect they have for each other without even saying a word. Super cool. My problem with it, it was 20 minutes too long. And that 20 minutes was. And it was, it was an hour and 50 minutes. So it wasn't like it was that long, but it was 20 minutes, 25 minutes too long. And it was because that they had a storyline that they didn't even need. Like they just wanted Millie Bobby Brown in it. And they wanted her to run around in these areas that there's no way in hell that these group of kids could run around in. And it just didn't make sense. Like if you're going to do King Kong versus Godzilla and you already nailed King Kong versus Godzilla fighting, just give us another tw- 15 minutes of the fight. Mm-hmm. Right? Don't give us this bullshit story that it, revolves around it because it didn't even make any sense. There's a wind guard cut that's about six hours long. <laughs> <laughs> We're yeah. demanding it. Yeah. CGI was great. The movie was not great to me. Like at the end of the movie, I was like, well, that was fun. What did you go for? Um, I didn't go anywhere. I mean, I just went to my living room. I know, but what did <laughs> so, so you press play for what reason? To watch the two monsters battle. What did you get? I got the two monsters battling, but then you in space. You, but but here's the thing: it's like there could have been more spades of that. That's oh, I, I agree with the Raj. It's oh, like yeah. I agree with the Raj. Yeah, it's like you, when you go to a really good steakhouse. Let's say you're going to the Palm, right? They give On you the a really Coast. nice or or Ruth Chris or whatever the hell. You get a really nice steak mm-hmm. right in the middle. They don't bullshit it with a bunch of fries and a bunch of gravy around the sides. They'll, they might do it a la Oscar on top, but they don't give you all this bullshit around it. They give you a nice steak and they're very proud of that steak. Mm-hmm. And you eat it and you go, God damn, that was a good steak, right? That's what it should have been. All that other bullshit was like, hey, we're going to put some fries on here just to make this meal look even better. And it wasn't. Yeah, no, I, I, I agree. 
these are got to be some of the most forgettable characters I have ever seen. They right. were they were actually just I did no, but I did like Brian Tyree Henry's oh, he, character. He, dude, oh, he his, was his angle his angle him. alone was cool because Thank God for I him. agree with the Raj. The moment I saw Millie Bobby Brown, I'm like, cool, that's great. I but I'm her. like, I'm like, uh, she's a super spy now. Like she's it, it's okay, I guess, but it was like you don't but but the podcast angle that that his character was and like the underground conspiracy theorist who was like sneaking around, he belonged in those spots. He completely mm-hmm. belonged yeah, there. He's doing his that job. Whole little crew. He yes. was fantastic. He was really but good. you know, being being uh what is it, being uh coerced and accompanied by a minor, I I guess. I don't know, man. It was I get it, but they it was like they had no room for Kyle Chandler. Like Yeah, and just, I love that guy. You know, they had no kind of room for him. Kyle Chandler, uh, and I said this when we were watching it, because Les came over and we watched it together. Yes, yeah, so I saw it twice. it twice. Yeah. Kyle Chandler has the best, like, oh shit face and stressed out face in history of film. He's, just he's like, always stressed out. And he, I love him. And they didn't use him at all. They used, I mean, he might have had two lines in the entire movie. He said, shut up once, I think. Um, and cut your dad some slack. Yeah, cut your dad some slack and shut up. Um, he had more text. He had, he had more, text more text in the movie yes, than that, he did. That's funny. But out, of, out of 10, out of 10, I will give it just because the fighting was so impressive. I'll give it a seven. There you go. That's better. 6.8. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> <laughs> 10 out of 10 you're talking 10 out of 10 is like i just want like, another movie empire strikes in... back is 10 out of 10 like, yeah. end game is like 9.99999 out of 10 uh godfather 2 is 10 out of 10. i can't say godzilla versus big dong is 10 out of 10 but hey good job yeah, but... liking what you like there you go King Tom, did you watch anything other than this this whole weekend i don't think we... so what it, whatever it would could have been would have been lackluster compared to. <laughs> it doesn't matter. Yeah. yeah. Just watch the Discovery Channel. You're fine. We'll watch a bunch of lizards running around. You're good. Oh, no, well, there is. No, there was that no. video. Yes. From the the convenience store. Did like you a see this Mart. on Twitter? Yes. Yeah. No. Yeah. A com- like a oh. giant sized Komodo giant. dragon. It, it was a monitor lizard. And it was like climbing up the shelves. Yeah, it just went shelves. up to the AC vent. It looked so like what? the lizard fighting Spider Man. Yeah. So, yes. so, so imagine that crap, uh, Imagine so, you, like your regular like Walmart shelf where it's got like three stacks and it's got the shit on top. This thing is that long, just climbing up the fucking thing like he's trying to get the the Oreos off the top shelf or uh-uh. something. It was just nope. nuts. No, thank you. Huge. Oh, thank you. Yeah. yeah. I went to uh, we, me and Lorena went to Thailand and we saw those damn huge lizards, those Komodo lizards or whatever the hell they were. Monitors, Komodo, Komodo, Komodo dragons. dragons. If the Komodo dragon is on the street, they have to kill it. No, no, yeah, no, like, no, no, no. They went on the street. Yeah. When you take the boat rides and the ferries, they're on like the islands. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Because the Komodo dragon is huge, very dangerous, scary, dude. dude. Yeah. Holy hell! They're just just chilling, just mm-hmm. chilling on the side. You leave them alone, they'll leave. Oh yeah, them alone. Mm-hmm. on those things. I'm All sorry, right. I don't think they have to kill the Komodo dragon if it's on the streets. I just would because I can't stand <laughs> lizards. Terrified. And when they get that damn yeah, I big, dude, I don't like. Uh, I will take a hatchet straight to that thing, house. dude. That's how Godzilla starts, right there. Is that kind of shit? I was oh, terrified no. because my my friend in high school uh, had a had a uh-huh. a lizard, like a massive, big ass lizard with a huge, massive tail, and it was roaming around, dude, roaming around the house. Hell he, no! Yeah, hell no is right, and he had also had a ferret. And that, yeah. I, oh. And that uh-uh. fair, and, and I'd have to like spend a night at his house. It, it used to terrify me 
they had a ferret running around. That that lizard would slap the shit out of that ferret with its tail, <laughs> and that ferret would fly, hit the wall, and then come back for more. It was like it was pretty much like the movie we saw this last week. But crazy, yeah, it's crazy no, flashbacks to that. No. His name was Kavon. What's up, Kavon? The ferret or the lizard? No, and my friend. friend. Oh. <laughs> Oh, Lord. All right, Kylo. Uh, we don't have Eric, Kylo, but I think you're going to summon the king of all pods to run the Star Wars chat this week. Kylo, give us some Star Wars. It's time for Eric's Star Wars report. Thank you, Kylo. So, yeah, I guess I'm filling in for Eric. So I, I got to start off by saying I think Taylor Swift has a new song out today or something. Don't listen to it. Just don't. <laughs> Uh, I know. I know. Eric has forgiven Taylor Swift, but I don't. So it, yeah, you don't have to worry about. It. He's already put it at the end of the Bad Motivators new episode anyway, so it's fine. Yeah, yeah right. So I saw something on our friends Kessel Runs Transmissions Twitter feed today. They have a, a series description of the upcoming Ahsoka series. This is from. They're giving credit to Daniel RPK on Patreon. So okay, I don't know if this is one of those things that they, you know, they're saying this is where they got it from, or they're like, we don't know if this is true, so it's wrong. Blame this guy. Right. Uh, but according to their the the tweet. Ahsoka Tano Rosario Dawson is on the hunt for the evil Grand Admiral Thrawn. Yes. In the hope it will help her locate the missing Ezra Bridger, the young Jedi that disappeared with Thrawn many years ago. Uh, yeah, I mean. I get it. I, yeah, that's kind of what I expected. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it sounds yeah. right. Yep. Like they, they've, they've hired, they've casted Thrawn, and they've cast also uh, Ezra Ahsoka. Bridger. So, yeah. And, and Ahsoka, so... Uh, I don't see uh, I don't see a problem with this, and it probably is real. Mm-hmm. And uh, I am down for it. That's for sure. Yeah. Can you imagine that we one day when we were reading "Heir to the Empire" back in the day, King mm-hmm. Tom, that we would get this in live action, like get this character in live action. Yeah, it's. And I'm going to be honest with you, I like the new Thrawn a lot better than the EU Thrawn. And I know to a lot Ooh. of people that's like. You know, they want to throw rocks at me now, but that's just how I feel. Hey, it's hey, who just rated King Kong Godzilla 10 out of 10. So anything can happen right now. Emphatic 10 out of 10. (laughs) Yeah. Um, Speaking of Thrawn, when there are two two other items involving him, um, uh, Delray books leave Delray. They they put out the Star Wars books. The uh, Timothy Zahn is currently involved in another Thrawn trilogy, this time telling the story, this is Thrawn before he joined the Empire, so back home in the Chiss Ascendancy. The prequel, next book... Prequel, prequel Thrawn. Yes, prequel Thrawn. The next book was scheduled to come out May the 4th. They announced last week that we're not going to have to wait till next year for this trilogy to wrap up. The final book in the trilogy is going to come out in the fall of this year. Oh, okay. So, yeah, uh, we're, get, we're getting a number of new Star Wars novels this year but they're also going to be issuing or reissuing some classic ones um the a bunch of eu novels including uh the first zon book heir to the empire the first bane book um and some others will be uh rebranded and re-released this summer so you know they've been they've been putting these out as under the legends banner but this this is something different um I think as part of the 50th anniversary Lucasfilm push. Okay. That's cool. Cool for all the people that are into legends, you know, the yeah. EU. Very cool that they're yeah. doing this. 
Yeah. Or, I mean, you could get the books anywhere, but if you need another copy. Yeah. There it is. Yeah. Support, support Del Rey. Exactly. Support Star Wars. There it is. Um, but moving on to new things, uh, you know, there, there is an Obi-Wan Kenobi TV series scheduled to begin production next month. And uh, either today or yesterday, pictures started surfacing on social media of Ewan McGregor with a beard. And I think over the past few years, over the past decade, anytime he's had a beard, it's been news. Right. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Pumped me up. Boo, you saw this. Oh, yeah. Yeah, his beard looks great. Yeah. He's champion, man. Yeah. We were talking very- we were just talking about him last night, Les and I, about how great he was in Birds of Prey. Mm-hmm. He was so good in that movie. Oh, was the uh, was it the Black Mask? Or yeah, Black he was. Or something like that? He was yeah. amazing. Yeah. He's such a great he's, actor. He's a great actor, a handsome man. He looks great with a beard. Does look good with a beard. Yeah. So I mean, it, you know, I I do wonder. I was thinking this uh, earlier. You know, we we all except Boo, except for Boo, uh, grew <laughs> up the original trilogy. That that wasn't an insult. And I know, I know. <laughs> Alec, Alec Guinness was our Obi-Wan. Right. You know, he was in the three original movies. Ewan was in the three prequel trilogy movies. Mm. And we do have the, the, the Clone Wars Obi-Wan, which is patterned after Ewan McGregor. Yeah, yeah. But now we're going to have this series. So who is... That's a great question. Who comes first when it comes to being Obi-Wan? That is a great question. For me, it's Ewan McGregor. And, and I grew up with the original trilogy. Ewan McGregor, to me, like you said, because he's been in the Clone Wars and it's modeled after him and in Rebels for, for a quick stint. And because he just, to me, nailed the role. He just mm-hmm. nailed it. And yeah, to me, it's... Uh, and, and also, he had a more important role in all three films and the Clone Wars than Alec Guinness did um, in the first one, in the first trilogy. What do you, what do you think, Les? I'm going to agree. Just he did more. He has much more volume than Alec Guinness. Uh, it, like, I barely knew him. Like, you know, hair, like hair and beard wise? <laughs> <laughs> that too, yeah. That too. He's definitely, uh, blonde is better than uh, silver. At that point, <laughs> that's um, true, right? Right, <laughs> right, right. But uh, yeah, he's just done more. So, and I'm more, I'm more uh, attuned to having you and McGregor as Obi Wan yeah. Kenobi. Like yeah. it's just, it's just a given that that's what he's going to look like. Uh, it's he's like you said, he's patterned after the character, uh, after you and McGregor. So yeah, and he nailed it. He nailed he. You could easily watch the uh, prequels right into a New Hope. And you're just like, okay, it never misses a beat. You know what I mean? As far as giving me that Obi-Wan. So I, it's always going to be you and Greg. Yeah, it's got to be you and yeah, yeah, without I'm, a doubt. Yeah. And that, that's where I am too. And I feel like he also has a lot more story because you see him as this, this guy who becomes kind of accidentally the mentor to the greatest Jedi and he becomes a great Jedi. Mm-hmm in his own right, who is one of the last defenders of the Jedi. And then he has, and this is, I'm sure what we'll see. He has to spend his life in exile. Right. Preparing for what's next. Kind of related to that. There was, there was a new book uh, published this week about the Skywalker family. It's kind of another telling of the saga as a whole. And it did mention Obi-Wan Kenobi and about how, um, 
we all we all remember at the end of Revenge of the Sith, uh, Yoda told Obi Wan that he has training with his former master Qui Gon. Yes. Um, and the the new book mentioned that it took ten years for Obi Wan Kenobi to learn how to commune with Qui Gon Jinn. Hmm. Goosebumps. So yeah, a so lot what of you're people saying King Tom. A lot of people, and I. I kind of see things this way think that this means that we could see qui-gon liam neeson in the obi-wan or the kenobi series in some form holy hell (laughs) i find it funny when people are like we can see might not see him might just hear his voice yeah (laughs) i I would in in some form yeah i I saw people like we can see him i was like well maybe not don't don't get your hopes up too much. And you know what? Uh, back to that point of who's the more Obi Wan, we get to see the like the accolades. You actually get to see him take down Jango Fett. He right. takes out General Grievous. It's like okay, these are milestone victories that we don't yeah. know anything about. Yeah, we don't see that. We have yeah. a new hope. So it's like now we know. And then he fi- you know he goes through Maul twice. It's yeah. like okay, like he's he's and he beat and, and you see him make that statement true I've yeah. beat, where he says i defeated you before right. I, I, please don't kill me i'm sorry if i don't know the whole the proper quote no no that's right <laughs> but you know it's like you yeah, now no, it makes right. total sense and you're just like yeah this is yeah, way we, more we saw his character develop literally develop yes uh, in front of our eyes there there is um in the from a certain point of view a new hope that was the short story book telling the stories of other people in the original Star Wars movie. Um, There's a short story written by Claudia Gray that takes place on Tatooine right after Luke runs to go home after they see the, the burnt up sand or the blowed up destroyed sand crawler. Um, You know, he leaves Obi-Wan alone and Qui-Gon appears to Obi-Wan and Qui-Gon is so powerful in the force. He's able to, reform his physical body and it's very trippy reading this because you're envisioning qui-gon liam neeson and alec guinness obi-wan wow that's crazy it's it's a great i i yeah that's cool there are 40 stories in that book there are some that are excellent there are some that are not good that is definitely one of the better ones i wonder how about this crazy thought it's probably so stupid but um i wonder at the end of this thing we'll get a flash forward and they'll not de-age, but they'll up-age Ewan McGregor to look like an Alec Guinness. I like that. Ugh. I don't know how they do it, but I like that. Yeah, that would be crazy. You always hear about I think, I think the wigs are very, very good. <laughs> yeah. I think <laughs> he'll the get wigs a nice lace front and he'll get some, you know, right. nice facial, <laughs> nice yeah. trim to get that goatee growing. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. yeah, it'll, they can clean them up. And yeah. speaking of this uh, whole little era, I was telling you, King Tom, before we recorded in our production meeting, that I, I continued listening to the Doctor Afra book, and mm-hmm. I'm in. The, I don't want to spoil it for people, but there, there's a lot of old school Star Wars in there. You know, Vader is a big part of it, and Luke Skywalker now has the name Luke Skywalker has been uh, it's been mm-hmm. uttered. So I think it's um where, where it's going, it's going to Tatooine, and it's going where where Vader's pretty much at Luke's house. Everything mm-hmm. leads to Tatooine. Which is crazy. Everything yeah. leads to Tatooine, which for people that haven't listened to the the radio drama, it's it's pretty damn good, man. Yeah. 
Yeah. Um, we do have one other item related to the uh, Obi Wan series. You, uh, you guys like the TikTok? Um, the talking of the ticks, yes. <laughs> I'm, I'm in. I TikTok. <laughs> okay. Um, someone posted on TikTok a few days ago a drive-through of the Kenobi set. Yeah. And spoiler alert: it's set on Tatooine. Yeah, um, right, right. It's just a bunch of of buildings. You know, it looks like Mos Eisley, uh, and it they, they haven't dirtied it up yet. It, it, it's all very clean and neat, but it looks pretty cool. And I expect some sort of legal action to get taken against this guy. Mm-hmm. He mm-hmm. says he's going to have more uh, set videos in upcoming weeks and information. I, I don't expect to see any of that because this is, I mean, it's 10, 20 seconds and, and very detailed, very high quality. Yeah. I saw that. Crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Really crazy. Yeah. He's going to get fired. If he- yeah. <laughs> Yeah, if he works there, he's already gone. Taken out back and shot. Right. Right. Pretty much. Yeah. Sleep, uh, get cement boots and thrown in the ocean. <laughs> yeah. did you, King Tom, did you see that Skywalker Academy thing? Yeah, that, that was going to be my next thing. Um, okay. That Lucasfilm filed a trademark for Skywalker Academy, um, which it... That could mean anything. It, could, it really could. It could mean there's an area at Galaxy's Edge called Skywalker Academy. Could mean there's an animated show because Skywalker could be a live action, especially then. Uh, could mean anything, uh, mm-hmm. you know. So very interesting, Skywalker yeah. Academy. Yeah, I, I don't mind it at all. Whatever it is, bring it yeah, on. It's 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 interesting. And although th- there are sometimes they file these trademarks just to have them. Yeah, just in case, or to keep people from making shirts on T Public. <laughs> That's ah. right. Yeah, there's another shirt I got to take down. Yeah, I'm a bitch. Um, oh, an- another thing, Araj. I know you're a big fan of the audio dramas. Love them. And uh, how did you feel? Do you, do you remember that the 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 Nile woman named Lorna D? Yeah. What'd you think about her? I think she was tough. Yeah. She was tough, she, and she can she can captain a ship. Starship. Yeah, she sure. she she was one of the captains, like the second mm-hmm. level of leadership of the the. The group of bad guys in the first High Republic book. She is going to be getting an audio drama oh, this fantastic. fall. Yeah. That's written, great. Written by Kevin Scott, who wrote the first Star Wars audio drama, Dooku Jedi Lost. I think that's I what it's heard called. That. Yeah. I haven't heard that one. That that one was a mixed bag. Oh, okay. Yeah. Cool. I mean I, I, anything Nihil, I'm all about, man. I like those mm-hmm. crazy bastards. Yeah. Those crazy pirates. Yeah. Um, and then the final item I have, the uh, Star Wars Complete Saga Lego uh, video game that was supposed to come out this spring is being pushed back again. Ah, shit. Actually, I don't care. It's, uh, I, was I know my, my, my kid is going to, my son is going to be disappointed. Yeah, I know a lot of people. The trailer yeah. looks fantastic. I'm bummed. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you you were gonna get it. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Yeah, I know the trailer looks super cool. Absolutely, super super cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, a lot of things. Well, you know, damn COVID. Yeah, you know, just blame COVID, no matter what. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, thank you, King Tom. Thanks for filling in there. Oh, you're welcome. Appreciate that. Um. Okay. Well, let's jump into some boo bits and cult, pop culture stuff. Um. And and when we do comic book, TV, movie news. We have a Loki trailer that. 
King Tom and I haven't seen. Boo, you've seen it? Oh, yeah, it's very good. And Les, you've seen it? No. Oh, okay, great. Oh. So, okay, the Loki speak. trailer. You're talking about the Loki trailer, yeah, right? Yeah, I haven't mm-hmm. seen it either. No. Okay, great. I haven't seen it either. And then obviously the Falcon and Winter Soldiers, episode three. Got some emails. So, um, yeah. Oh, well, you know, before you get into your boo bits, I want to talk about this real quick. New Gods. Unfortunately, the Ava DuVernay, her storyline and her, she was going to write and create this wonderful story for Warner Brothers and DC, and uh, it's done. So on Thursday, some disappointing news came out of Ava DuVernay's anticipated project for Warner Brothers film slate. According to The Hollywood Reporter, Warner Brothers confirmed that it will not be going forward with her film, New Gods. Uh, she was developing this with Tom King, and they uh, all the way back since 2018. And I guess uh, that's not happening. And these were characters created by the late comic artist Jack Kirby. So unfortunate. I was. Uh, I know Les, you were really looking forward to this. We talked about this a while back. Um, this sucks that they're not doing this. Sorry, hold on. Okay. Uh, yeah, it's. But then again. Things change. Uh, I don't have. I never really thought. Well, I heard the reason why. The reason why less is because it doesn't fit into where they're going with Flashpoint. Yeah, and that's what I was about to get to. It's just, and I mean, it it almost. It kind of seemed. uh, Either way, it really did seem like it wasn't going to get off the ground. Uh, It was just a lot of time that did pass to even get things going. But to know that she was developing something, and of course to get that news but yeah it's true i mean it doesn't fit and it would have i know it would have opened up a whole new part of dc for everyone to consume and definitely would have been a way to bring dark side in for sure because it's right. like he's tied to that uh right but yeah i understand if they if it wasn't going to go anywhere and especially if it doesn't make doesn't fit into what they want to do with the flashback kind of makes me think that is is a coincidence that all of a sudden after the snyder cut and the the uh critic critic Clit, I'm say critically. <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> critically, and uh, and and fan wise, how much they loved it. Are they thinking about maybe continuing the storyline? Because if you said that Dark Side's a huge part of this, you can't have that and this, can you? Les? Well, yeah, you would have been able to. Okay, well, that's like my theory. Cool. Appreciate no. that. No, you would have still been able to find a way to share Dark Side and. It because for the new gods it goes hand in hand. Uh, there's wow. Apocalypse is the planet Darkseid's from, and then uh, some. I think New Genesis is the mm-hmm. planet that the new gods are from. And there's like it's like Game of Thrones kind of. Uh, I know that to keep the peace, they they switched kids. So uh, there's this guy named Orion who's uh he's basically Darkseid's son, and then Calabac got sent over there, and it was like that way we won't fight each other and stuff so it's totally yeah it he goes with the new god for sure this one's for you eric so you're talking about new genesis is that genesis without phil collins wouldn't that be without uh peter gabriel first no peter gabriel was in the band first i'm just saying the newer well new word genesis there you go yeah <sighs> sorry man that was for you eric Did, didn't mean to derail you did and and then staying on the uh, the bad news train, uh, James Wan's uh, uh, Aquaman spinoff, The Trench. Oh, is that the done? one? The yeah, horror flick. That's that's gone too. Oh that, shit! In addition to Ava DuVernay's New Gods, uh, that one's gone too. Well, listen, Lucasfilm. Ava DuVernay is a phenomenal filmmaker. Maybe you want to give her a call. 
she's uh seems like she's free right now so and she's a big huge star wars fan uh i know that so give her a ring all right boo give us some bitty bits <laughs> some bitty, <laughs> some bitty bits. Some bits, and bits, and bits um so uh talked about last week or the week before uh the witcher just finished uh oh yeah just finished filming and netflix confirms that uh season two is going to release uh this year 2021 no time exactly they just released a bad behind the scenes um what is it uh just real you know like oh look at the action we've done and cavill talking and thanking the crew and all that so that's the next uh, eight months is coming out yeah exactly um so we have some uh what is it creed 3 news uh stallone confirms that he's not going to be in it oh yes and then also this is actually kind of cool a rocky prequel streaming series is in the works where it'll show rocky as a teenager in the 1960s interesting yeah yeah surprised they haven't tapped that yet i know yeah i didn't even think about that rocky prequel who um Who but, owns who owns Rocky? Is it Fox? Stallone. Yeah, really. No, no, no. But like, who do, who is it? Fox Universal. I, I can't know. remember. Yeah. Okay. Because I was trying to figure out what streaming series. Last, what were you going to say? They already service. tapped into that in one of the movies. No, I just don't know. Because wasn't he like a hoodlum? Yeah, he was. He was from. The so street. I don't know how much hoodlum? actual boxing boxing did. Was hey, he have you seen Bronx Tale? It could be Bronx Tale <sighs> and boxing at the same time. It, it might be him <laughs> raging bull. I mean, and, <laughs> That storyline's out Bronx there. Bronx Tale. I get Bronx Tale. Yeah. yeah. Could could him, you know, discovering boxing, stop being such a little dick and, you know, or him getting rolled into... Uh, he was still the, a hoodlum. Uh, yeah. Dude, no, I know that. But, but, but <laughs> movie getting, about hoodlums? Those never are successful. Yeah, what are you know, talking about? Him <laughs> getting into being the muscle. Yeah. Yeah. That'd be rad. You can see Polly at a young age. Oh, you probably wouldn't because she didn't. No, yeah, they didn't. That sucks. But no, you, you would see uh, no Mick. Adrian. Yeah. That's uh-huh. right. A okay. younger Mick, that'd be okay. I'll take it. I'll take it. Right, there you Good. go. I'm glad that we convinced you on that one. Um, so a lot of people loved Fat Thor. You know, uh, was it the Big Lebowski Thor? Mm-hmm. Um, sadly, he's going away because Chris Hemsworth says that he is the fittest and strongest he's ever been yeah, for I a Thor film. Yes, he looks is, dude. Holy yeah, this tricep Scary. was bigger than my thigh. Fucking hell, he looks massive. Oh. So yeah, so. Sad news on that one, but you know, I, I'd rather have him as Big Thor. Me too. Fat no, no, Thor no. is hilarious. No, no, not Fat Thor. Big Thor. Like oh, Buff Thor. oh, Buff Thor. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Buff Thor's a badass. Yeah. Um, so last week we talked about how, um, what is it? Uh, Ryan Johnson and Daniel Craig are gonna have that deal for 450 million for Knives Out sequels. Turns out that almost half of what that is is going straight to them. Brian Johnson and Daniel Craig are reportedly getting $100 million each, each for He's, Knives Out He sequels. made more money on that than he did with all the Bond films. Yeah. Jesus Christ. Netflix. Cha-ching. My God. Yeah. Um, That's crazy to me. It's just insane. $100 million Ryan each. Johnson's like, Star Wars? What? No, what? Yeah, exactly. I don't Star Wars right now. Sign that shit right yeah. now. God damn. Ugh. Yeah. Um... So uh, we t- earlier we talked about Bad Batch coming out next month and yeah, uh, what is wait. it May the fourth and all that. Uh, it's, it turns out the first season is going to have fourteen episodes. Fantastic! So that's that's plenty of quality. First one seventy minutes long. Yep. Did we get a confirmation on? Do we have to wait a week before the next one? I uh, I haven't looked into that. I, since I, then. I think. Uh, yeah, reach out to your sources and see how that. <laughs> yeah, let me let me, <laughs> let, me uh, let me get my uh, scoops and poops. Yeah, the 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 uh, crack team. 
Um, just a couple more. Uh, Jamie Foxx's, we've talked about his uh, Mike Tyson uh, uh, mm. biopic. Yeah. But now it's turning into a series. Oh, yeah. I heard something. Yeah. So it's turning into a series. Martin Scorsese is going to have an executive producer. Right. Netflix? Um, Oh, I do not know exactly. Okay. That, that, that wasn't part of the article that I read. Um, interestingly enough, that there's a video of, I forgot what show that uh, Jamie Foxx is on, but he's talking about the opening scene for the series. Mm-hmm. It's actually pretty good. So uh, look that up. Okay. Um, I don't know if anybody's, uh, what is it, uh, played uh, the ghost of, is a, a PlayStation. Ghost of Tsushima? Thank you. Oh, yeah. I've, I've, I've seen Haas play it yes. on, on Twitch, and it's phenomenal. It looks it's a fantastic game. Uh, my roommate Johnny's played it. It looks incredible. Awesome yeah. storyline. Well, John Wick director uh, Chad Tesleski, I think mm-hmm. I said that right, is going to helm a movie about mm-hmm. that. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah, so the action should be awesome. Right. Everybody loves a good samurai flick. It's got yeah. a great story. So yeah, so that should be very cool. Very good. Mm-hmm. What is it? What else? And my last one. So, George R.R. Martin has signed a new five-year deal worth eight figures with HBO. Good for him. A lot of pizzas, Martin. Yep, good for him. He will be developing more content uh, for the network and serve as producer in all Game of Thrones uh, projects in development. Not going to hate on. Hold on, hold on, hold on. I'm not going to hate on him for cashing in for cashing in. He's doing hey, Hey, he's doing a great job. He's created something incredible. Mm. He should be rewarded for it. Word. Absolutely. 100% word. But how long it has taken him to finish what he has said that he's going to finish is ridiculous. It is ridiculous. And then my final point. So let's say one day he finishes it. All of it. The, you know, the, uh, the, the song of ice and fire, the whole thing is done. He's done with the with, with that with that era of Game of Thrones. Let's say that it, it is because chances are it is going to be better, you know, more more than, uh, than the final season. Yes, more stuff in it, just just more character development, mm-hmm. a lot more follow through, more and substantial. Things. It's more substantial. Thank you. Would we be more upset at him or at Benioff and Weiss? Him. Him. Yeah, for sure, because BDF Weiss couldn't wait all this Thank time. Thank you. Let, let, yeah. let, me, let me just let me mess this whole, That's let me just point. go off right now. Yes. He's going to develop new content? Yeah. Yes. Or is he just going to go ahead and say, listen, I wrote this long if storied family history no, in no, trees. I read it. He's and there's a roadmap. Brand new content. Brand new content. Brand new content. Mm-hmm. Why? He could just take, do you understand? He could literally do two or three seasons of just the tournaments that they all had when they were mm-hmm. younger. When Robert and Ned and Oberon and the Mountain and all those guys were fighting each other when they were kids. And Jamie Lannister, he could do that alone. There's plenty of stories. Well, where HBO, he probably has, HBO probably has rights to those, and they're going to do them later. <laughs> you know what I mean? There's so much they could go on, just like House of Dragon. In all honesty, he should have got paid, and they can start developing that type of stuff so he can finish the book. Like. But I, I I don't know, I don't man. With you. Yeah, Tom, he still ha- he still hasn't finished the book, right? No, Winds of Winter yeah. is not done. Winter he is has still excerpts, done. and he he does have some excerpts available. I know that much, King Tom. But it's mm-hmm. not finished. Yeah. I, I I'm all for him getting paid. I realize the the impact that Game of Thrones has had, but 
a while back, he he was very critical of the creators of Lost. Yeah. For not this was around the ending and and I'm going to be honest, I know I know people have their issues, but I loved the ending of Lost. So did I. And so did I. You know that they said all along that they knew the ending when they started the first, you know, the first season. That doesn't mean they had every single little thing planned out. They no. knew their point A, they knew their point B, and getting there was an adventure just as much for them as it was for us. But he wrote about, or he was giving an interview and he criticized them for not having an ending or not writing. And, you know, he, like, like I said, he deserves to get paid, but he should fucking finish what he started, oh, especially yeah. before. And, you know, if, if I was a, if, if I was a fan of the Game of Thrones and, and the other properties, I would want the one thing to be finished before he moves on to something else. Right. So, right. you know, and, take and your criticism of Lost and fuck you. That's what I have to Yeah, say. exactly. Because there's plenty of backstories and back just as history. They could go on just Robert's Rebellion alone in that tournament that started the whole damn thing. It, uh, well, I don't even want them to start that. I don't want him to even. Write about that. Finish the book, man. That's what I'm saying. Have him just, if I was George R.R. R. Martin, I'd be like, listen, you guys could take Robert's Rebellion and do this, 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 and like slide that kind of stuff to them. And then, you know, but you guys said you saw the road, roadmap already. So you kind of know if it's going to be new stuff. It's just, yeah, I don't know, man. Just focus on the deal, please, right, right. sir. Please. And it's all gravy because it, no one liked the last, uh, last episode of Game of Thrones. So anything you make, People are going to say it's better no matter what. So at this point, just put something out for God's sakes and just be done with it. Get a new hat too. Yeah, (laughs) he's 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 painted himself into a major corner. That may be why he hasn't finished it because he he might he might feel he might have actually written the exact same ending. He's like, oh shit, (laughs) (laughs) people don't like this. That would be funny because he has said that their their ending is. He he's he's gonna change a few key things, but it's not like it's a whole new world. It's not gonna be a whole new thing going no, on. So no. it's gonna be pretty similar, yeah. you know, a few more characters and a few more things and like that. He said but, a lot more death is gonna happen than Yeah, but, of course. Yeah, there's gonna be a but, lot of characters gone by the time yes. this is over. But it's it, I don't know. He yeah, in my eyes, he's painted himself into a major corner right. and he just continues to dig himself deeper with fans. I don't know, or or he just he's just gonna drop the whole thing and be like, "I've been fuck with you guys. I'm done. Here you go." <laughs> yeah, exactly. he's just gonna break the internet and every every single nerd and geek in the world is gonna lose their mind. Uh, for all you Game of Thrones fans, and there's a lot out there, they're doing a 10 year anniversary mm-hmm. uh, tribute on HBO. I don't, I, don't, I don't think it's gonna be HBO Max. This thing is just HBO, um, and they're gonna do all kinds of special uh, shows and um, play everything back again. I don't know. It's gonna be something. They're gonna do something pretty cool. So. Stay tuned for that. I think that's next month, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, I've been rewatching episodes of Game of Thrones. Uh, One of the best television. And it's really, really, really good, man. Really good. And I really want to see what else is coming. But I also have dabbled in the books and it'd be nice to just finish off, you know, the the pages. Let's just get it done. And uh, something else that people used to be really into and then just shit on. The Walking Dead is uh, wrapping up uh, this this season and i think there's one more season left season 10 should be it yeah it should be it the next season should be it Mm -hmm. Um, but i've been catching up 
So uh, I've watched two or three, actually like three or four episodes to catch up this season. I'm just going to, I'm just going to wait till they're going to wait till all of it. Yeah. Cause I, I know been, the exact it's been point. Good man. Yeah. Cause I know the exact point, which I left off. Yeah. So I'll be like, okay, from then on I can finish. Yeah. yeah. It's been pretty good. It has. I've caught episodes Darryl. here and there. Yeah. If you're a big fan of Daryl. Then you're going to love this season because he's pretty much the center point. Cause he does. Oh. Everything. <laughs> I mean, I know. I hope not. That would suck. No, he can't die. Cause you're going to have a spinoff with, with Carol. Yeah. So that's not happening. All right, let's watch this Loki trailer, guys, and then we'll get into Falcon Winter Soldier, read some emails, and then we'll head out and skadoodle. Skedaddle. Uh, not in this podcast. It's ah. skadoodle. I don't want to get copyright <laughs> infringement. Uh-huh. Copyright infringement. There's somebody actually, I hope nobody owns somebody owns skadoodle. I think I hope not. <laughs> she owns a everything. song called Cardigan Skadoodle. I'm going <laughs> to. So this is the new Loki trailer that just came out. What the hell is going on? I have no idea, but I like I'm it. Oh, I am completely lost. I yeah, I it. like it too. I, I, what is it? Nothing is ringing a bell to you guys from any comic book series or any storylines. That name of that company, was it Rocks Corp or something? I think you said Rocks Cart. Rocks Cart. There's a Roxxon oil energy company in the comics, but that's that's like the only tie to anything comic related I see in that. I, I'm granted I'm not that I don't really read that much Thor or Loki. Yeah, yeah neither do I. I don't mess around too much in the uh, in Asgard. I don't I don't like playing outside of my realm of the X books. Yeah. Oh, nice, That's clever. Nice. But no, uh, <laughs> I, I would assume it's based on maybe one 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 shot or mini series of some type, or they could just it's just fresh from in game. Mm-hmm. Maybe they just yeah. spun it directly from yeah. in game. And him, like they said, he took the Tesseract because he did. He took off mm-hmm. with it. So, Really cool looking. Owen Wilson looks like he's typical Owen Wilson, which is great. Mm-hmm. Looks like Wes Anderson. It looks like a Wes Anderson comic book. Yeah. That's yeah. It looks like. That's cool. Um, very cool. Into it. Boo, what'd you think about this? Yeah, no, it looks great. Uh, Lo- uh, Loki as a character, I think he's almost, or Tom Hiddleston, it, it's almost better when He's either under the gun or a captive or kind of being. He looks like he's behind the eight ball, right? Exactly. Because like anytime that he's in control or on the throne or leading an army, there's not that much to him. But when, but when he is, when he's pushed, he look, he's a great character. It's, you know, Tom Hiddleston's acting almost seems to get better and things like that. Yeah. So I am looking forward to this. It, It looks really cool. Yeah, and and I have no idea what's going on, and I dig it. And it just, and then the production quality looks yes, nuts. Say, it looks really nuts. Oh man, it looks so good. Yeah. So yeah, I would, so, I, I would really. It. I mean, it would just be a fan service to me if, like, sometimes you know that Marvel logo comes up and it would say like Marvel Cosmic, mm. because yeah, it's just be cool. it's just so different than than the Marvel like everything that that is in the regular continuity. Right. All the Marvel mm-hmm. cosmic stuff is so cool. I mean, look at what Guardians has done. Mm-hmm. And now you get Asgard and, and the you know, this Loki series just looks like they're all over the place out and just unfamiliar territory for all of us. So it's gonna be really cool. I wonder if we're gonna get any Thor in it. Be really mm-hmm. interesting, especially while he was filming. You know? Huh? All it takes is a green screen. That'd be cool. <laughs> that would be I, really I, cool. I I think they're gonna end up I think well, this doesn't lead into anything, right? Nobody's confirmed that this has anything know. to do with. Uh, yeah. I don't know. Okay. Just stoked to have him back as Loki. You know, mm-hmm. that's really yeah. cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, very very cool. 
Well, this is a good little segue from Marvel to uh, to Les I, has another point. Uh, did they say he was a variant? Yes. Yeah. Meaning that that's not really him. The Loki variant. I don't know, man. I don't. We don't that's know. That's interesting. I don't know. All I know is that uh, I'm glad that I don't know. You know. Right. There we go. <laughs> you know. Uh, Falcon Winter Soldier episode three came out and boy oh boy was it a fun little ride into the city of Majipur do am I saying it right yeah you're saying it right Majipur nice, sta- nice dancing less less is doing the uh, Zemo the Zemo <laughs> you know that's happening dude at celebration oh. Oh, so, yeah Zemo is gonna... we're gonna go somewhere we're gonna do the Zemo dance everybody. absolutely that left arm yeah, is, yeah he was rocking out he was feeling it he was, he's, as having much, good, he's having a good time. As much as Bucky and wasn't feeling it, Zemo was feeling it for everyone. Um, I'll go first. I thought it was a fun episode. It was a very Marvel type of episode, uh, type of show. Pushed the narrative along. No crazy things popped up, but not every episode has to have anything pop up. Um, I thought it was solid. I think it's it's been a fun ride, and I love the city. I want to visit there sometime. I don't think you want to go um, to Madripoor. I no, you I, don't want to. I, I think I've been there a couple of times. Yeah. Less. You know what? Uh, what was? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh. oh man! I've ate some snake shots or drank some snake shots. It's a. Uh, it was kind of weird to see Zemo become like almost like a hipster, in like right in, in acknowledging you know, the plight of black Americans and, yeah. you know, like he would say some stuff and you're like, okay, that's right. But not from you, dude. Chill, <laughs> yeah, like, of like, all chill people. You, you killed King T'Chaka, dude. Like, chill out, man. Like, you know, you, your actions killed a great person. So I don't know if you want to keep talking about, which, but it's still funny, right? Because, you know, Sam's walking in the suit and he's like, I look like a pimp. And then he's like, mm-hmm. come on, only America would think that it's out of line for fashion for, you know, black men to Right. wear nice clothes you know yeah, like so that was cool that he <laughs> so said you're that. just like oh okay but yeah it's not just not from him <laughs> well, t- speaking of t'challa we king tom we had somebody show up that uh kind of changes everything for yeah Zuma. i didn't i did not expect the wakandans to get neither involved it adds it adds another layer to this show anybody and- recognize the beads the, the 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 first one right away or no 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 actually not. no it was oh, you, funny because I didn't need it. it I was like I was like that's Wakanda oh. especially when Bucky saw it I was like oh yeah that's that, that's what sold this for me I was like oh shit oh my god I thought they were just booty beads man <laughs> yeah just anal <laughs> beads <laughs> he's like oh god my 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 history is coming back for me yeah oh <laughs> uh, uh, no uh, I did not and I didn't even even when she uh, popped up I still didn't know because it ended so abruptly and. uh I was like, "Let's who the fuck is that?" I was like, "Oh," and I was just like, "Wakanda, Wakanda, Wakanda's here!" Wakanda's here. She's the one that tells Scar- uh, uh, Black Scarlet Widow, "Move Black or Widow. you will be moved." Her name is yeah, uh, move, Ayo, move. I think. Yeah, Ayo. yeah, I think that's Ayo. it. Yeah. Ayo, yeah, she is great. Yeah, very cool. This changes everything. Uh, poor Zemo. And here's the thing: they're making us kind of like Zemo a bit, you know? Yeah. And you still a son of Marvel a bitch. does a great job with that. With uh, making us like I mean, people that eventually are murderers. At Remember, he murdered point, those people in that hotel room. Let's not forget that. Remember, he did that all sh- like he's crazy. Bathtub. Yeah. yeah, the bathtub scene was. Yeah, was he killed the doctor? Took a yeah. spot. Yeah, no, he he's done he's some awful cold blooded murder. Yeah, he's got uh, was experience and patience. He's also a baron, and so yeah. he's very rich. He's got a G six. Yeah. 
zipping around through the skies. Yeah. Puts on the dope coat with the duck, like the, the uh, goose down on it. He's got oh, the purple man. gloves to match his, his He's like, hood thing. It was, oh, it was, yeah. That is like coordinating your like Vegas party. They're like, okay, here's what you're wearing. Here's what I'm wearing. Yep. And oh yeah, you're the winter soldier. Let's go. Right. <laughs> like, that was crazy. You're just walking through the town with like an assassin. I'm surprised he didn't know anybody in the high side of town because he said there's this is the lowest low low part of town, high part of town, and I don't know anybody in the high part. I mean, I heard that's a reference that high part of town, <coughs> excuse me, might be an X Men reference. Um, is that correct? Uh, there's somebody that lives, or I, I read something that that Viper or Tiger Tiger hang out in high some, town, something like that. Yeah. Um, or it could have been through uh, right because Karma's uncle, if I'm not mistaken, yeah. Yeah. Was like a uh, he was. I think he was with Sharon Carter, who shows up in this episode. Yeah, which was really cool. Takes I think he was something like that. Ah, I'm man, not, my, my yeah, I'm not accurate, but let me let yeah. me read this email real quick because Sharon Carter is uh is uh, brought up here. Hey, Sith, let's just from Colton Michael Michael Colton. How do Sith listeners? Huh. Uh, so Sharon Carter is the power broker, yeah, or works for the works for the power broker. She's kicking her way. She's kicking way too much ass not to draw attention of the higher ups. Anyways, hope you all are doing well. I'm glad to hear that some of y'all are already vaccinated. Cheers, Colton, Michael, Michael, Colton. I think Sharon Carter is the power broker as well. I threw that out there, I think, uh, to myself, laying in bed. But I, th- I honestly think that she, she is definitely something because she's running around. She's not just selling art. Something's going on with Sharon Carter. Um, and I hope we'll find out. I, I mean, that would be acceptable, but I think the power brokers, if they're going to even talk about it, they may actually just give, or they may pull a, a, a Mandarin on us, and it's just some random weirdo that could. Do Didn't the they broker. mention the power broker's name in one of the newspaper advertisements in the? For credits in the first episode i thought I, they did i thought they did too but th- this has become such a big deal on all these um trades that who's the power broker the mystery of the power broker i would imagine that would have already been brought up yeah this is an email from avery about the episode it looks like hope you're all doing well eric my condolences on your podcast gl situation as a fellow <laughs> podcaster that is something i worry about all too often so i patiently await the return of the bad motivators I just wanted to say thank you for your discussion with my previous email question from last episode. You are all extremely insightful and I appreciate your thoughts on the issue that Marvel brings up in its own shows and movies. Now this week we got to see Madripoor, which of course is a big deal in the X-Men universe. Here we go. Mm-hmm. My question has probably been asked, but do you think this will where the this is where the MCU version of Wolverine will emerge down the road? Who would you like to play? Who would you like to play him? It obviously can't be Jackman. There are some fans wanting Anthony Starr, a.k.a. Homelander, to take on the role. And I'm actually on board with that. Ooh, I think he's too big, right? Too tall. Well, everybody's going to end up being matter. too tall. Yeah, that's true. I think. <laughs> Unless they get Glenn Danzig. What do you guys think? Stay healthy, stay safe, and banter on. Thank you, Avery. Appreciate that. And thank you for that great email last week. Um, Avery brought up the um, um, situation with racism and, and civil yeah. rights and Mm-hmm. Marvel bringing it to the forefront, and uh, thank you for that email. And that's a uh, that's interesting. Do you think that this is one way they'll bring in um, some type of? It's... Ooh, we heard something. Less than I heard something from our friend Corey, who had a big, big scoop on this, but we did not want to know. 
So we don't worry, King Tom. We don't know what it is, but he said that it's going to blow our minds. <sighs> so wondering uh, all now, of me, and I oh. will be honest. I think I said this on our YouTube. Re- you know the reactions and and our breakdowns. All of me was just sitting there, mm-hmm. holding in the excitement that possibly in the background in any of the club scenes that we would have saw Patch sitting yeah. there. Oh. And for those of you who don't know who Patch is, that's Logan, that's Wolverine. That's his his uh alias and his whole persona when he's in Madripoor. So he has obviously an eye patch and he just wears plain clothes and everybody knows him as Patch. And he's a clown it's like Patch Adams. Sure. <laughs> Probably wearing a bo- bomber jacket like Patch is a hula hand from Dodgeball. So. Yeah, I was about to say. Yeah. Nice. Oh, <laughs> nice, nice. Telling people the five D's. Uh <laughs> just hmm. great movie, by the way. Dodgeball. Uh, anyways, yeah, anyway, I, I mean, that would be great, obviously, any way to bring the mutants in. But again, the the, we, the speculation, like we all jumped over, just we all tripped over ourselves when WandaVision came on and, and was giving us Ralph Boner. And it's like, <laughs> you know, you're like, OK, what, what are we going to get next? What are we going to get next? And it's like now we have uh, Falcon and Winter Soldier and it's like they're taking on basically. Uh, they're taking on variations of Captain America's actual enemy, you know, Flag Smasher, uh, Zemo's involved, um, mention of other people. U.S. agent. Yeah, U.S. agent. We're actually in Captain America comics. Mm -hmm. The more that I've watched, the more episodes, it's like, okay, now this is like the world I kind of know, where off and on, if I've read Captain America, he's fought Crossbones, he's fought Taskmaster, the Serpent Society hangs out in Madripoor. Yeah, you know, the, it's like Red Skull and, and Hydra. It's it, there. All these things are just being mentioned. And you're like, for anybody who's had their nose in Captain America comics, it, they're touching all the stones, right? So mm-hmm. uh, it'd be great. It would be great to get the X-Men. And it would be another great thing. The fact that they're even bringing up this location kind of tickles, you know, yeah. it kind of it kind of scratches uh, the itch a little bit. They're mm-hmm. they're getting there. They're getting there. Yeah, it's so cool. Man, I can't imagine if they bust out. Boo, what would happen last episode? You see something that has to do with the X-Men. Freak uh, out. Well, yeah, of course. Would I'd... you rather have that or would you rather see Steve Rogers come back? I, I'd rather the X-Men thing. But I don't know. I have this feeling, you know, what is it? Marvel is, is, has made it clear that they're going to make a really big push with these shows and things like that. But I think such a monumental moment like that should be in film. has to be in mm-hmm. film. But yeah. they did say that this show Ink. is going to set up a bunch of different. Oh, movies. yeah. It, it, they can have so. Inklings. They can have a certain names, certain key features. You know, Madripoor is already a big step, things like that. But as far as, as seeing an X-Men or seeing an actual character has to be on film. They can have mm-hmm. they can have names and things like that and places and situations, but it has to be in film. Question. Does Blade mess around in Madripoor? It seems like a place he would love. Uh, okay, I I'm, I would assume he has at some point. Um, but here's one for Boo. Oh, this is just a oh, mess of speculation. I, know, I think I know what you're gonna say. Ooh. If it could be the Hulk as Joe Fixit mm-hmm. hanging out in Mad at Madripoor. If for those of you who don't know, I think I've mentioned it before. There's a persona that Hulk went through where he became a mob thug. Right, in Vegas, a, right in Vegas, and he I've had like a, yeah. a stripes and he was just I'm Joe Fixit, and he had like you could imagine he had the accent 
Let's yeah. be honest. He's just like, I'm out here. This him. is my town. This is my town. That's rad. <laughs> just, I, I like mean, that. that would be the ultimate. That would just be like me as the producer of the damn thing going, hey, 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 <laughs> hey, hey, guys, let's see if we can get Ruffalo and some CG Joe yeah. Fixin in the corner. Yeah. Just just Do the make thing. it happen. Yeah. <laughs> just make it happen. Yeah, you never know, man. Yeah, you, you never, never know. know. You never know. But oh, hey, as far know. as the, the casting, I, I don't know, man. Anthony Starr, I really think as Homelander, he's that's it, man. For me personally, I think I think that is it. And I mean, I would love to see him do other things and be and act in other things before he makes the jump. I know a lot of people are fan casting him, uh, but I mean, it's great for him, you know, but I really, really think Homelander, he's made it like it's his. It's that's who he is. And. I mean, it'd be cool to get him in other stuff, but that's what I would like to see him just try to do some other stuff before becoming Wolverine, because that's. That's going to be a commitment, man. Well, Wolverine he signed is, on. He signed on for another role, a big role, with a bunch of A-listers. I forgot what it was, but he is he is starting to to sign. He's getting contract. hot, right? Yeah, yeah he is. Yeah. yeah, he's heating up. Yeah. This is our last email from Dan, um, aka Darth Bane's receptionist. Hello, fellow fuckfaces. You guys may or may not know, but Sebastian Stan is a fellow Romanian. As a Romanian, I'm super proud of him as an actor and everything he's achieved. I get most people just see another white guy, but not for me. It's a little deeper than that. I was actually born in Romania and we immigrated here in 1988. So my nationality is a big part of my life. Mm-hmm. Him being one of the only Romanians I know on such a huge platform made me wonder how you guys feel about seeing someone of your own nationality slash ethnicity on screen. Is that important for you? Don't go fuck yourselves. Dan <laughs> Summers, aka Darth Bane's receptions. What a great question. Would I want to see somebody Persian that would be rad. I would love that. I would absolutely love that. I, even somebody that's even close, like when they signed uh, Mina to do Ezra, I was really pumped up uh, about that. So, you know, one day my son Malik can see somebody that kind of looks like him. Well, he's going to be really white. So it's not going to be, he's not going to look like Mina, but he'll uh, tan. But he'll, be, he'll have his nationality. Um, yeah, he'll tan. He'll have his nationality. And to, to know that uh, he's in a, like a Star Wars flick. Or Star Wars show that's super cool. So yeah, absolutely, man. And how cool that Sebastian Stam is representing Romania. That's awesome. Man. I did not know that. I, I did not know that, that either. Very cool fact. That's great. Um, I think he what, speaks what you- Romani. I think he speaks it in uh, in a uh, Winter Soldier, Captain America, and Winter Soldier. Oh, does he really? Yeah, oh, when he's in cool. like in the market and stuff, I think he he uses right. that as like his. That's right. He is in Romania. That's right. When the when the uh, the guy who's selling the, the uh, newspapers oh, recognizes yeah. him. Well, well ah. I don't know about the location, but I know that he uses. If you go to the trivia, he actually speaks like Romani. So whatever right. the language is, I'm sorry. That's cool. Yeah, that is cool. Well, for me, I mean, yeah. obviously, it'd be great to get. It's always great uh, getting Miles Morales in some Shit. form. Yeah, is massive. Uh, even seeing like, you know, Mace Windu, uh, it, it definitely speaks uh, because as a kid for me, like, I'll be honest, I wanted to be Michael Knight. I wanted to be Bo and Luke Duke. Like, that's what I saw as a kid <laughs> right, all right, the right. time. You know, like I wanted to uh, jump in the kit car and drive around and I do not look German. Uh, well, actually, I kind of do. No. Not too many people <laughs> look like the Hoth, bro. <laughs> no, not too many. Dude. So yeah, it's like as a kid, you know, there's there was re- you know there's representation, but it's like it's even better now that it's more uh, prevalent. So yes, getting Black Panther, a movie like that, 
where first of and we've mentioned this before and you you know this is a big deal it's a groundbreaking thing because the big the big money movies are coming out and they say hey we're going to actually focus and give you an all black cast and a pretty much all black production and here you go it's like for them to do that is says a lot oh, it yeah. says a lot and it's it speaks to a lot of things so yeah it's always always great to get any type of representation. Well, I don't want to say any type, but to get representation. For yeah. Sure. Yeah. That's what I was going to say is, uh, representation is great. Uh, it, it helps when it's not just bad guy representation. <laughs> right. You know what I mean? Right. You know, like there's not just the Hispanic drug cartel guy. Right. Yeah. Or, or you're Colombian Nicaraguan. Ex- so. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. So, or if it's not just, you know, representation. so you'd be Cholo number one, Cholo Pretty number much. two, drug Cholo number, number three, exactly. cartel guide. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The henchman over there. Yeah. The guy who gets shot first. Yeah. So it, it representation. Pablo great. Escobar's henchman. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> So when it's not just, you know, bad guy representation, that's nice, you know, and also embracing characters. One of my gripes, one of my gripes is the, the billionaire guy in uh, Godzilla versus Kong mm-hmm. has like some white guy name, like Walter something. I was like, no, Simmons. he's not. I think it's Simmons. Yeah. Walter Simmons. Walter yeah. Simmons. I was like, no, yeah. And not. his daughter too. His daughter's like, it's Eliza yeah. Simmons. And I'm like, I was like, just give him a, just give him a name. Just, you know, it could be something, yeah. you know, yeah. Martinez. Yeah. Yeah. Martinez. He, has, he has Martinez. an accent, obviously. Thank you. Yeah, and it's Damien Bashir. Like he's, he's, yeah, he's Spanish. A <laughs> That's what I was thinking. I was like, <laughs> or Argentinian. Yeah. yeah he's Argentinian. I think it was like, I same as my ass. Sorry, like, no. yeah. So yeah. So it was cool that he was the bad guy, but I was like, wait a minute. They changed his name. doesn't have to be something, you know, on the nose, but yeah. So at least good representation that has follow through to it. But yeah, yes. representation is very important. Very yeah. important. It's always nice to see somebody up there. You're like, that's cool. Yeah. Especially in a in a key role right. or something like that. Like seeing um Oscar Isaac or or uh right. Cassian. Guatemala. It's awesome to see. It. Yeah. So Diego Luna. Diego Luna. Diego, thank yeah. you. And thank for you. me, uh Riz Ahmed, man. Riz Ahmed. Yeah. yeah. When you see somebody from the Middle Eastern descent, they're either terrorists against uh, in, in Die Hard or, you know, in Back to the Future or any other or show. Norris is shooting him up. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> right. Every other season of 24. Every other season there of 24. There it is. Every other <laughs> yeah. season of 24. Yeah. Exactly. Wow. Oh. All right, guys. Well. Representation to the best. Yeah. yeah. It matters. It matters. It matters. Yeah, correct yeah. representation. Quality matters. representation Quality matters. representation, yes. representation matters. Well, guys, thank you so much for hanging out with us and listening to us minus the great Eric Struthers. And we'll be back next week with him and Catherine Keen. Can't wait. Uh, she's going to come and grace us with her presence. Boo, where out can people our... find you? <laughs> you can find me on Twitter at the Sidless Boo. King Tom, king of all pods, the man, the myth, the legend. Where can people find you? I am on Twitter at Tom Chansky and I do Patreon shows for uh, Steel Wars, Blue Harvest, and the Bad Motivators. Mr. Les Gonzalez, where can people find you? Madripoor? If you're looking, actually, no, man. I'd better have adamantium skeleton if I'm going to Madripoor. <laughs> it's a prerequisite. It's a prerequisite. You got to be a badass to just hang out there. Uh, no, but if you're looking, you can find me on Twitter at lessismore78. Uh, you can also find uh, me hanging with Raj here on our Sith List YouTube channel, doing uh, reactions and breakdowns with King Tom. Yeah. And Raj. Really look forward, even though we get no sleep, like zero sleep, mm-hmm. I really look forward to waking up Friday mornings and hanging out with these two guys talking Marvel. I feel like I'm a little 
And I said this last week, it's like a sponge. I'm just absorbing information. And then I forget it like 30 minutes later because I have no sleep. Yeah, then you knock out. Yeah, yeah it's gone. You can find me at The Sith List and please, yeah, check out our YouTube channel and subscribe and watch us break down wonderful content and also react to wonderful content. Thanks again for listening. We'll catch you next week on episode number 245 of The Sith List. And by the way, I think Taylor Swift is awesome.
know we're not playing with Dan Taylor Swift because we like our podcast. We don't want it to go away. Good job with the uh, with the voice there, King. Yeah. That was good. <laughs> Ace job, 